0: Okay, guys, well, I think it's best to make a start then. So, welcome everyone. I hope you're all doing well and and having a fantastic day wherever you are. Welcome to the first Epic Cash Twitter Spaces. I'm excited to begin this journey with those who are here today, and hopefully, we'll have a few more joining on today. So, So, thank you for joining. So, as I'm sure you're probably aware from the Twitter polls and the questions we put out, is what we'll be discussing today is What makes Epic Cash stand out from every other project in the space today? Now, just a quick warning, I am currently recovering from COVID. um, So if I have a a few sniffles or a few coughs here and there, I do apologise in advance. So for everyone's awareness, um, for those who haven't taken part in Twitter spaces before, there can sometimes be rug pulls where... You know, Twitter just disconnects the Twitter spaces, unfortunately. So if that does happen, what I'll do is immediately create a new Twitter spaces and post it in the Telegram and on my Twitter profile as well so that everyone can rejoin. So hopefully it doesn't cause too many issues. So as it's the first episode, I think it's best that we just go over a few basics to begin with. Um, So when the session becomes more of an open discussion, if you'd like to speak, then just simply unmute yourself. I think I've invited everybody who is currently on the call as a speaker, so I think you can, when you when you feel like to, you can accept that invitation and uh, and unmute yourself and give your thoughts. And for everyone's awareness as well, all episodes, including this one and future ones, will be recorded so that other people can listen on repeat. So if you're not comfortable with being recorded, then I would just simply suggest that you stay muted and just listen into the episode. It would be great to hear from all of you, but I totally understand if, you, if you'd rather remain a listener. Now, I'd just like to lay down one important ground rule for us all as well, and, and that is that we only have one ground rule here in the community, and that's to be positive positive whilst constructive criticism is more than welcome here um signs of being disrespectful belittling people's opinions when they give them or or anything similar to that nature isn't welcome here it's as simple as that and so if we do have any of that unfortunately you'll you'll have to be removed now we're promoting here a positive and uplifting place for us all to have a a great discussion weekly on discussing our favorite crypto, which is obviously Epic Cash. So I'm sure this won't be a problem and I'm certain everything will be okay because I know how great our community is. So um, so yeah, I'm sure it won't be an issue. And for this episode and for the first maybe three or four episodes, what we'll do is we'll run the timing of these these sessions quite flexibly. In other words, you know, by episode four, episode five, maybe we can vote on the length of time that we feel is appropriate for each session. So it might be half an hour, it could be an hour, it could be longer or it could be shorter. But we can, we can vote on that and decide together as a community. So now that this, these basics have been covered, before we get into today's topic and today's question, as it is the first episode, I'd like to just give you all a, a bit of a brief introduction to myself as your host so that you can get to know your host a little bit better. So I'm Jam. If you haven't been able to guess by now, I'm from the UK, living in London. It might be a little bit obvious. As of the moment, my better half and I were actually traveling in South America and throughout several countries here in this fantastic continent and seeing what it has to offer. But in terms of crypto, I've been in the market since October 2017. My brother introduced me to the market and... Since then, I got to witness the best parts of the 2017 and very early 2018 ball run. Uh, but then, like the majority of others, including, I'm assuming, hopefully none of you on the call, but I'm assuming a few of you did get affected as well, the bear market in 2018 and 2019, where most of us got absolutely wrecked. So, since 2017, I've always preferred investing in the next big cryptocurrency that crypto that's going to change the game the, the project that's going to be you know revolutionary to the whole market that we all love and are obsessed with instead of rather just investing in the quote-unquote blue chips that we all have today i.e bitcoin and ethereum and this is because in my opinion And and many others' opinion as well is that there are many flaws that you can see with these blue chips. If I just name a few, such as scalability and your fungibility and your privacy, and and there's, there's others as well. I've always believed that a project that can solve at least one of these issues, or if not all of them together, can become a just complete dominant force within that market or within the particular niche of the market that they want to operate in. So this conveniently brings me onto my journey with Epic Cash. So I was introduced to Epic Cash again by the same person, by my brother, in around November 2020 time. And if I remember rightly, the t- the, the price was about thirty cents, give or take. And um, <laughs> the truth behind this part of the introduction is that I actually wasn't keen on the project at first. And that was simply because of the name, believe it or not. Now, <laughs> I'm sure that some of you on the call might be perhaps rolling your eyes a little bit or or laughing at me a little bit right now, which is totally justified. I completely get it. I can admit to all of you that I actually look back at myself and think, you know, if you had done a deep dive if you had understood what the acronym had, had actually meant and it's representative of the project then perhaps you would have realized how much of a special project this is but luckily enough for me a few months down the road i was able to have a deep dive or go into a deep dive with epic cash um not only you know a family member helping me out but also me doing my own research on my own due diligence and with me having a greater understanding of the fundamentals, the tech behind it, the the ideologies, the, the potential for me to not make, uh, sorry, the potential to me to make a fantastic and great investment. But even more importantly, for me to be able to be part of the growth of this project. So. I won't go into any more further details. I'm sure that can be discussed in today's topic or in future topics, but I hope that gives you all a bit of a background into myself. If any of you have any questions, then feel free to ask me towards the end of the session. I'll be happy to answer any of your questions. But now that I've given you the the basics of, of what we'll do on these spaces and an introduction to myself, I think it's time that we can crack on with today's topic so to everyone on the call today why does epic cash stand out to you from every other project in the space and for us to answer this i think as this is a broad topic i'm sure you can all appreciate i think it's best if we we break this down a little bit into a few different areas a few different segments and my first suggestion was actually to start with, let's all talk about the ideology of Epic Cash and why does Epic Cash stand out to you? So before before you do start giving your thoughts, whoever wants to step up first, maybe you can tell us all a little bit about yourself, such as you know when you started investing in cryptocurrency, when you found out about Epic Cash and your journey with Epic Cash. So whoever would like to kick this off And give us your thoughts first. Just simply unmute yourself and the floor is all yours. For those that have just joined as well, that haven't invited to be a speaker, I'll invite you all now. And um, yeah, whoever would like to start first, just um, please go for it. So I think I've I think I've um, given you all an invitation to be able to speak. So by all means, whoever wants to to step up first, uh, be my guest. That's absolutely fine. Okay, well, I think maybe we've got a few shy people on the line, um, but maybe I can start off the discussion then. So for me, in terms of the the ideology of Epic Cash, I think that, um... oh, apologies, so I think we have a speaker. Go for it, Space42 Global.
1: Hi, guys. Um... It's it's Kim, this is bad wolf. I don't know why, but Twitter wouldn't let me in on my regular account, so I'm in on this account, which is one of my sub accounts. Um, this is a great subject. Thank you very much for putting this together. And for me, it's it's really easy. Uh, you could go into deep dives. And I'm sorry I missed the first few minutes trying to get on, uh, but we could go into really deep dives. But quite honestly, it was uh, meeting and talking, uh, meeting Max, talking to Max, and that was my introduction. So that might be it's probably a bit different than many people's journey, but that was my introduction and I work on integrity and I work on relationships and things like that. And so that was the reason to, to jump in, to start, to get, to know, to start to understand. And then um, the math is brilliant. The code is brilliant. It's got such, uh, such forethought and foundation to be able to move forward. So that's kind of my story in in a nutshell you you sit back and you watch for a while and you see that it really does the things it says it will do and there's so much planning and so much forethought that went into it to make it as stable as it is and as great a um, an offering as it is so that's it for me somebody else can take over
0: Well, thanks for that. Thanks for the introduction there. I think I caught your name as Kim. So, very good to meet you.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's uh, on Telegram, it's Badwolf, but on Twitter. It's-
0: oh, OK. okay. Now I definitely know who you are. <laughs> <And that's laughs> nice what, to meet you.
1: This one says invest, but um, my regular account that I talk to everybody on, which is Techie Princess, it wouldn't let me in. So, I'm in on this.
0: Oh, right. OK. It just said oh well at least you're here at least you're here that's all it that counts
1: yeah and it's funny because tech is great until it isn't it said we have a problem it's not your problem it's our problem okay <laughs> it's our problem so i thought okay
0: <laughs> so would anybody else like to come on and introduce themselves and, and give a brief introduction to who they are how they started their journey and perhaps touch on the ideology of epic cash
2: hello hi there Good afternoon. hey hello everybody so this is uh pete from boston uh i am Mimble wimble um on the telegram well not the telegram i guess it's my name on telegram but like on youtube on the on, on uncle vigilante i'm memble wimble and i picked that because of the awesome blockchain that epic has can't believe no one stole it but i stole it so um so my thing is i've been in crypto since probably 2017 um bitcoin ethereum um the big ones uh early on one of my buddies got me into it and then um i just uh held it for held it forever i forgot about it i retired from the military and moved to florida and came back here in 2020 and continuing working with the government uh the u.s government and um So then it was about uh, August of last year, one of my buddies told me about Epic and uh, how it's a hot new, hot new coin relative to me and and my buddy. And uh, he got in, he got in actually when it was around 30 cents. And um, I had, we had a death in our, um, at our work. One of our ladies passed away that we worked with and I, she was a budget lady, and a lot of her work fell on me right around that time in late August, and I didn't have time to really pursue Epic. I was uh, just trying to tread water, and fairly really in my position, and then picking up the budget piece was a lot. So then I really didn't even get start to really think about Epic, to buy it on Vitex Told maybe September of last year. And so I bought, 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 bought. I moved. Uh, I sold Bitcoin to buy Epic, and um, you know now I'm I'm sitting on a, at around you know forty two thousand Epic, which I love, and um, you know I've been able to gifting. I've been able to gift some to my son, family, and uh, some close friends, but I haven't sold one Epic, and I'm not until we go until we take off so the th- I, the real, the the thing that i love about this coin is the selfless help and leadership that we have here in, the, in this coin with max you, with yoda with l mcmurphy of course uncle v uncle vigilante todd down in florida um who's been great mike M- mike momola i mean i don't think and you guys can chime in. I don't think there's anybody else out there that is just lighting it up in terms of people and leadership and transparency than this coin. And I think, uh, especially in the past few months, there's been a lot of attention. Some some heavy hitters are getting involved, you know, from Hollywood. And I think that uh, you know it's it's definitely just taking some time for the word to get out. But I think that, and I'm a long term holder. I'm thinking like four, five. Like Max says, like five six years, you know. I'm not. I'm in no rush. I'm I'm dollar cost averaging buying. Not a lot now since I have so much, but like more under a dollar. I'm sending. I'm buying like more at like two three hundred bucks. So, um, so that's kind of my story. I'm definitely holding on, and um, I think that I just think that the long term growth is crazy awesome uh, with with this group of people and with this coin and. Um, you know um uh being involved in something like the like this kind of medium is even exciting for me because who would have thought that you know we're talking about it at this level on twitter and everybody else really chiming in and getting excited getting excited about it i just think that it's a it's a, it's a it's a neat opportunity to get in right now and uh you know i think the i think uh, the future is, could be awesome
0: so that's that's my story. Thanks, Pete. That's a fantastic introduction. It's great to hear that you're hodling on, like hopefully all of us are. I'm sure we all are now that everybody else has been battered from this bear market across, across the global economy, not just crypto. Yeah. I've noticed we've got a, quite a few people in. So does anybody else want to chime in and come and introduce themselves? I think I've sent invites to to, to everybody on the call. So feel free to jump in. But there's absolutely no pressure, of course.
1: I'm wondering if if there's not a lot of people that want to talk. about kind just getting used to the fact on when we do digital meetings like this, online meetings like this. Um, so many of them we do, we can just sit back and listen, and we can do that here too for sure. But not many of them invite you to participate continually, like to to say this is your this is your space, and this is we're all going to talk together. And that might take a bit of getting used to for people, so that they kind of come with those ideas in their head. So great for doing this. Um, we almost might need a list to, start, to get everybody started talking. <laughs> Some of us we can talk forever and not shut up, and we have to be careful about that, um, but if anybody, does anybody have questions or maybe um, impressions that you've gotten from people when you talk to them about EPIC that has helped you understand how we need to explain it better. So when I take it to new people, the questions they have, and I'm always very conscious of very new people and giving them all of those safeties when you start to introduce them you know we're going to do this through vitex we're going to create a wallet we're going to be very aware of why you're creating it without your id right now we're going to be very aware of if you want to know how to then get your money in and out that there's a process you need to go through and there's things you should learn so that you understand what you're doing with your own money i've helped so many people that I, you know, it's so hard You get pensioners coming to you that have lost money because people have said, let's just, well, just send me your money. I'll, I'll send, you know, I'll send you back the cryptocurrency and you can just do this or this or this with it. And it's horrible because they don't understand the process. They, they're missing those things. Those, the gaps in their knowledge means they're scared as well as out money. So that's, that's kind of my approach is I always help people get in and then tell them if they really want to start, you know, taking ownership of what they're doing. They need to do that research and I'll help them get set up. But they need to know why they're doing it and what the what the rules are, what the consequences are, what the environment is when you start making wallets and moving your money back and forth and having to make sure you're using the right blockchains and that you're not, you know, falling victim to impersonators and things like that. So that's, that's just my thoughts.
0: Yeah, thanks for your input on that. So I think um, coming back to your your comments on you know this being a a bit of a new media stream for us all for this project in in anybody being able to chime in i think you're absolutely right um and i think with this episode one i think we're all getting to grips with all a little bit aren't we but um and and thanks for those additional bits of information like you know about helping people out and, and things like that i mean you know as well as i do that's exactly what we need in this community so that's fantastic okay so if i if we start to kick this off then in terms of trying to get through this this topic today of why does Epic Cash stand out from every other project? I know this is such a broad topic, but you know how do we think the privacy of Epic Cash compared to other peer to peer currencies out there? How do we feel that that makes Epic Cash a superior currency? Now, if I if I give my own interpretation for the time being, so. When I think about non-private cryptos today, and there are many out there in the, in the, in the top 100, of course, if I think about Bitcoin, let just use that as a, as a prime example. So if I send someone Bitcoin or any other non-private cryptocurrency to somebody else, they suddenly have access to my wallet balances. They suddenly have access to my transaction history. And they suddenly have access to my other wallets that have interacted with that wallet that i've sent the bitcoin from and to me just just that alone that makes it very difficult for me to envision how that can possibly become the the go-to peer-to-peer currency that the worldwide society may eventually adopt within the next five to ten years i think that if i think privacy is of extreme importance Um, so if we then look at epic cash the fact that we're on that Mimblewimble protocol that our our guy Mimblewimble here loves so much, of course, if we look at that and we see that the wallet balances are hidden, there are no wallet addresses, the IP addresses are hidden, the transactional amounts that we're transacting from and to are hidden. It's a completely trustless system, which is also completely private. To me, when you stop well when you don't think about any other of the aspects that we all know and love about epic cash just this aspect alone the privacy elements to me makes it a superior currency than most of the currencies out there without considering everything else
1: i i would actually agree i i think that is the stellar part of it is we can actually say we the wonderful people uh, doing the code can actually deliver what they say they can deliver. We don't have to, um, you know, we don't have to add any fancy stuff on top. We don't have to elaborate on what we say beyond what's absolutely true. And people can question you as much as you, as they like, it really is true. And there's always things you need to do to stay safe, but I find that Epic, gives me that really good opportunity when i'm talking to people to help them understand the difference between privacy and anonymity because it it affects so many other parts of their life but when you start talking about money people they listen and they start to have things to equate it with so it really helps in that whole understanding which is just more than more than epic but using other cryptocurrencies even the fact they're not private is as private as epic is true but the fact that not being private then allows so much information about you to get out on the net because we know that if you have money or your IP address is out there and criminals are following any IP address that's going back and forth from financial institutions so if you have an IP address that trades a lot of money at financial institutions or investment institutions well that IP address is then a focus of criminals and so no matter what you start doing on that IP address you have to be careful and EPIC allows you to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we haven't even touched on things like the large corporations and institutions that are investing millions of dollars, dollars, pounds, euros into being able to analyze these public blockchains that exist today. You know, obviously, you've got Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, Avalanche, Polkadot, and and all of these, all of these public blockchains that have so much data that can be analyzed at the click of a finger thanks to you know big data and and ai technology out there today you know our our financial privacy is likely to get even worse than it already is today thanks to you know if if we were to start using public cryptocurrency that such as bitcoin and such as the examples that you've given i think it is extremely important that people realize that you know Privacy is extremely important. I don't think people actually have fully understood that until we start seeing the analysis and the and the, the research that these institutions and, and banks and government are going to have access to with all of this data that's publicly available.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a great opportunity if there's uh, Mimblewimble and people online just to outline a little bit of Things we can say to people, things we can tell them that they would relate to. That maybe because I work in that world, I can come up with these things. But maybe not everybody works in that world, or, or um, has those, you know, does talks and things that give them those little sound bites to use. But they're so important to equate it with uh, the fact that just because, uh, well, Silk Road came down, and that was Bitcoin, so that was BTC. So it's not private. The guy just wasn't careful. And tracing your IP address and, and tracing transactions that go back and forth on an IP address or tracing um, any kind of communication, that's a thing. So how wimble goes and how we've got all of these algorithms that come together to overcome things like that. You still have to be careful in some ways. You still have to, you still have to understand your your traffic is out there on the internet and we can tracking IP addresses and tracking behaviors. That's a whole different world. So. There's levels that we can learn that help us to maintain what really should be ours, which is privacy. And it isn't always ours. And you know, Silk Road was a really good example. The man was part of the U S government and still uh, he got caught because he wasn't careful. Well, Kevin Mitnick got caught because he let a cell phone, you know, he used to burn her phone that bounced off a tower and somebody was paying attention. So <laughs> it's, and he will lap butts in his books um he wasn't careful <laughs> he burners, but he traveled far from where he was staying and one time he did not and some bright enterprising young person who had yeah, you know, you could seem to make a phone to a make a call to a phone company and in those days pro- probably now as well and if they believe you are who you are then there's information you can get so privacy is so so important and how we protect that in epic There's so many layers of privacy you don't have in the outside world, even if you think you have them and things you can do about them sometimes. And then so many of the things uh, of the code levels in Epic and the mechanisms help us kind of jump over those so that we don't have to deal with some of them. And then if we put those, those layers on top of it, then we can truly start to get what I would call some kind of anonymity, which is what we're looking for. Privacy first, anonymity second, and it's all doable if we start to learn, understand the technology we're using a little bit and layer in VPNs and secure desktops. And you know, there's there's tools out there and it's important to know which ones to weed through and know which ones are good. So hopefully we're bringing some of those to, to Telegram soon. We're just getting some stuff together too. So you've got some options that you can at least trust, things you know.
0: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, and that would be I'll be looking forward to seeing more of that actually in the telegram. So, yeah, I do look forward to that. Is that a um, is that information maybe releasable in terms of a date or is that in the next few months to this year or something?
1: Uh, well, the tools I'd like to bring and that we're we're getting on board, that will be in the next few months, I would think. So <laughs> it'll be like other things that we promise on Telegram. Please don't hold us to it. But it should be. um they themselves needed to get out into the marketplace a little more so that we could get them out to you guys and get them vetted and um, And it will be wonderful. So we're working with people inside Telegram and, and uh, in the tech world, we've developed tools for very high levels, um, you know, alphabet agencies. And now we're being able to start to bring these to you. There's lots of ways to do it, but you need consumer level usable, affordable ways to truly get some kind of protection and that's what we're going to be bringing. That's, and that's coming out now. That's um, accessible and available, but not just if you, if you Google it to try and find it, it's harder to do, but if you can get some trusted options like we're gonna bring. I think that people will be really happy with what, what we're gonna put out there as options and show you how to use it.
0: I'm sure we will be. I don't think any of us in this call or all the telegrams have any doubt. I think um, so far that the 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 you know the development of this project has been, well, in my opinion, second to none. Of course, I might be a little bit biased saying that, but um, it's been fantastic. So, yeah, I'm sure I speak on behalf of all of us that we're all excited and looking forward to that. Well,
1: it will be excellent. I'm looking forward to it. As the bigger Epic gets, the more crypto becomes, the more people become uncertain the more criminals you get on there. And I prefer to call them criminals and scammers, not hackers, because we're all I'm hack- we're all hackers. Uh, hackers, just a MacGyver. So we call them cyber criminals or scammers. The more cryptocurrency takes dives or goes up and down and takes people on a wild ride, the more nervous, upset, and really stressed the new people become or people who aren't tech savvy become. And they just become easier victims for for things they just can't see coming and some of these are so good and so smooth that you really know that they can't see them coming so we want to bring those tools but whatever we can bring that gives you a huge layer of protection and then we encourage you to keep learning too we'll have we'll have the, the security training so you can learn and then i want to bring something that gives you that jump that says okay as i'm learning at least i have to, you know this huge layer of protection more than most people in the regular world and for a scammer or a criminal that's really a huge thing. If you're a bit of a problem to them, they will just move on. They've got got so much, such an audience for people that aren't a problem to them. So yeah, it'll be fun and it should be in the next couple months, hopefully.
0: Looking forward to it. Nice. I've just noticed um, Xenolink, I've just noticed you've come on as a speaker, so if you'd like to have the floor.
3: Oh yeah, hi. Hello everyone. Pleasure to meet everybody. Oh yeah, the how I ran into Epic, uh, I actually tried to research like uh, what could possibly be the next Bitcoin, and you know after looking through a bunch of coins, I really looked into economics as well as uh, privacy features. But the the cool thing about Epic that I saw that distinguishes itself from other privacy coins is that is the privacy is born with it. So you see all these other coins trying to build. Stronger privacy is making their chains more, you know, not so scalable. As to Epic, it's already done. That's why it's nice to see how the ecosystem has grown uh, the past couple of years where they can focus more on uh, building what can grow the ecosystem and scale Epic bigger than uh, what it has been. And, you know, it's interesting to see how this community has grown. It's just my two cents about Epic.
0: Yeah, thanks for that, Link Appreciate it. Okay, so I think, guys, I think we've touched upon the privacy quite well, Um, but often a topic that comes up from Bitcoin maxis is the fungibility of Bitcoin. And for those that say Bitcoin is fungible, do we think that the fungibility of Epic Cash is the same as it is with Bitcoin? I'm sure that the people that we've got on today, I'm sure I've got a few people rubbing their hands together with this one. So if anybody would care to share their thoughts on this and and some information, that would be fantastic. Okay, well, I I think for me, um, of course, the answer is in my opinion, is no. And I think at max and a lot of people in our community have touched upon it previously is that if any Bitcoins have been involved in illegal activities, be it terrorism, be it drug trafficking, etc., etc., those that fall under the umbrella and the bracket of illegal activities, those coins will be tainted. And as we touched upon previously about Bitcoin being a plug, Public blockchain, every transaction is recorded and it can be analyzed. Therefore, every single coin's involvement can be tracked from its first transaction since it's been mined all the way to today, where somebody has that Bitcoin in their wallet. And so, if that person, it could be myself, it could be anybody in this call, if we have any Bitcoins that have been involved in this illegal activity, our accounts can be banned, which It sounds crazy because obviously that had absolutely nothing to do with us, but our accounts can be banned or the Bitcoin that we send from one exchange to the other may not be accepted in a particular exchange. And so to me, the argument of fungibility and if the fungibility of Bitcoin and Epic Cash is on the same level playing field is... Unfortunately for Bitcoin, Maxi's is incorrect and not all coins can be equal because with Epic Cash, that can't happen. You can't trace the transaction history of coins. You can't look at, as we've touched upon, IP addresses, transaction amounts. So for me, answering the question directly, the answer is no. The fungibility of Epic Cash is true and genuine and all coins are equal. In Bitcoin, they're simply not.
1: Yeah, I, and I completely agree. And I think it all circles around again to those very, those basics that uh, Max and Yoga and Isla, everybody has always talked about, which is privacy and anonymity. There's a difference between privacy and anonymity and fungibility. Maybe legally they can say that they're all fungible. I don't know. But on some level, sure, you can exchange one Bitcoin, one BTC for another BTC. And on that level, the value might be fungible, but the token itself is not fungible. You're right, because it's not the same. That one, that dollar bill, that $100 bill, $10 bill that you have, do you know if it was ever involved in a robbery? In, you have no idea, and it makes absolutely no difference. So it is, until you start looking at the serial numbers, of course, it, it is fungible, but you get mugged and people take your money and then somebody else spends your money nobody has those serial numbers. So it's definitely fungible at that level. So, but Epic is fungible at every level. It doesn't have that history. And that really circles around to privacy and anonymity again and the safety that comes with that from, as we know, legislation laws, governance that it might be aimed, maybe there's some people that have good intentions, they're aiming it at law enforcement. But we all know that when you give a mouse a cookie, and when you give someone power, they never give it back. And the scope of that power just gets expanded. So whatever it's created for, it gets used for a lot of things that can hurt us as well.
0: I think, again, like like you said, it comes back to the the great privacy tech that we have in Epic Cash, doesn't it? Which actually has led to the, the what we believe to be a a more effective level of fungibility with Epic Cash compared to Bitcoins. And um, I know this is going to be recorded, so I want to make sure that, you know, I, I don't sound like a, a hater on Bitcoin or something like uh, something like that, because I'm not, I think Bitcoin, well, I know Bitcoin paved the way for us all, um, and it's been fantastic and revolutionary since it since it came out, since, an, since its existence. But you have to recognize that there have been major flaws that have been identified with bitcoin despite bitcoin paving the way there are some flaws some major flaws that that prevent it from you know potentially becoming that peer to peer currency that potentially the world is going to be looking for very soon
1: yes i agree and we don't i don't want to be known as that either i think it was it's fantastic technology for its time and for its day and it's it's just a function of technology. When you're going to spread it over that many years, it's going to then, flaws are gonna come out, society changes, um, things happen. It, and it was amazing when it was created and it's still amazing down when we base smart contracts and blockchains and that fundamental technology of a blockchain and a smart contract is, is revolutionizing so much more than just currency. So I agree. I, blockchain is phenomenal for what it was and what it is but it isn't everything that they hoped it would be and i don't you can't say that that could even have been predicted back when it was created the world if we'd been back there that time and that day the world changes technology changes you can only foresee so many things so i'm really glad for the for the new things that come along as you said but we always acknowledge that it was the first, and it, it was the reason that all of this kind of got going. And it is great technology for what it is, but we have really and honestly got better right now.
0: Yeah, I think the the common the common reference point that we all have in this community. I think maybe people were saying it before Chris Champion said it on Uncle B's YouTube, but it's comparing what we believe to be Google versus Yahoo, and. I think a lot of us believe that you know Yahoo was one of the first. I know there was AOL as well. Um, but you know there was other competitors that came along and out-competed. And I think I'm not alone in saying this throughout the community, that I think we believe that we have found the Google and we're the early adopters of Google. And I think we're all going to HODL because we deeply believe in the community, the team, the ecosystem that's being built. And so... Hopefully, we can just keep this, you know, keep the wheels moving on this, and we keep seeing an increase in market cap, in adoption, in uptake, uh, maybe even more exchanges that are perhaps reaching out, (laughs) who knows. Um, But for now, I think we're in a very good position, and, you know, the strong projects always build in the bear market, as I'm sure we all know. So. So just on that then, I think we've, we've touched upon fungibility and we've touched upon privacy. Uh, I wanted to look in a, in look into and discuss a unique aspect that Epic Cash has. And that's actually the, the mining allocations for the adoption and success of Epic Cash. The fact that we've got a large majority of the Epic coins that are being secured and therefore uh, mined and secured and earned is going to gpus and cpus instead of asic miners that the other networks are secured by and i was just wondering what people thought about the level of importance that this has and and how this fair distribution of epic cash is so important for the security of the network the the democratic the democratic nature of epic cash um because obviously you know bitcoin has a high barrier to entry as we all know you need some very expensive powerful machinery that I would assume, I don't know, but I would assume it involves millions of pounds and dollars and euros to be able to set up. And you know, at the end of the day, it really is only for the elite, whereas something that we're building here with Epic Cash is, is mobile mining, where we can mine from, I, I don't know how many billion, billions of devices there are worldwide, but we can actually have people in South America, in Africa and Asia, throughout the continent and the world, to be able to mine Epic Cash from your mobile leading to to true democratic fair distribution of the coin. So I just wanted to find out what people's thoughts are on that and whether whether we all believe that actually that is a massive selling point for Epic Cash to succeed and to be adopted.
1: Okay, again, I'm trying not to jump in all the time. So if anybody wants to interrupt me, please feel free. I I agree. I think it's a huge, fantastically important uh, feature of Epic because we're watching BTC right now. We know what happened to Epic when, you know, when huge whales or huge uh, investors leave. What we need is that the true power comes from organic growth and the true power of stability comes from being spread all across the world with nobody, or we hope, um, well, holders that have so many coins that they can start to dictate things simply by being able to to tank a currency and we've seen elon musk do it and we've seen lots of not intentionally but you know we see that comments can make a difference his comments about Dogecoin, his comments about other things they make a difference and being spread out organically across so many continents and people and miners is i think is huge i think that's the stability that we build before people come in and start buying up enough that their actions can really start to tank things or, or make a huge difference in, in a bad way. And I think it's fantastic. Just the fact that if, if you do start mining and there's not tons of money in, in mining, but if you do start it, it is money, it is income, but more than that, it's involvement. It becomes, it's, it's knowledge, it's interaction, it's becoming part of a community. You're now part of this community, you're one of, you're one of us, so to speak. It's, um, it's that feeling of, of ownership and understanding that brings people back and drives them to truly start to understand and research. And If you're mining, you're learning as well.
0: Yeah, I must admit, I'm a bit of a rookie when it comes to mining, to be completely honest. Um, I've got a few contacts that have luckily helped me out on my old Windows laptop, but very recently I've just invested in a MacBook, and so (laughs) the Windows laptop's unfortunately gone. I'd only mined a very, very, very small amount of Epic, so... um, if anybody's out there or on the call that can help me set up mining from my MacBook, then that would be amazing as well because it would be great to not only earn epic part time, but I think you touched upon it is more importantly learn about it and contribute towards securing the network. Because I know that I think somebody posted in Telegram or somewhere similar, um, maybe in the last hour that we've got another three hundred thirty more, three hundred thirty three more nodes, something along those lines, just in the last thirty days. That just demonstrates how much our our coin, our network together is growing. Um, So, yeah, again, I'll repeat myself. If anybody can help me with setting up that with a MacBook, then that would be much appreciated. That would be amazing. Hey, it's Izzy. Can y'all hear me? Yep, loud and clear, Izzy. Hey, so
4: I'm Islow on Telegram. I'm familiar with El McMurphy. Do I know any folks here from Telegram? Like your telegram handles, can we say that in here or is that out of bounds? No, hi, it's
1: uh it's bad wolf. Izzy, how you
4: doing? (laughs) Oh, you're bad wolf? Yeah. Oh space 42? Okay, got it, got it. And then what's up,
2: Izzy? It's what's up, Izzy? It's Pete, and I am Mimble Wimble on the YouTube, but Pete on Telegram.
4: Yeah, Pete, right on. And the hood?
0: No, I think my handle is Jam, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So, got you, got my, you, got you. Yeah, jam, yeah so nice
4: right, right. That makes <laughs> that makes sense. Jam makes sense a lot. Okay, sorry, just trying to orient myself. Sorry, sorry, I joined a little bit late. Um, I wanted to sort of, if is it okay if I rewind back to the fungibility topic just for like a, a just to close the loop real quick?
0: No, no, absolutely. Far away.
4: Because I heard you know some, uh, some of the really cool folks that uh, Max is talking to. Um, uh, there's, I I think there's some buzz around it, uh, you know, his upcoming book release and his podcast that he's doing. Um, I've just heard some of the people that he spoke to before and and their opinions on, you know, why, why Bitcoin is, is okay to be unfungible and, and, and that it's this idea that, well, people won't want to use it for crime. So that's a good thing. Well, but to close the loop on that, um, okay, hold on. (laughs) No. Um this uh, y- <sighs> okay, so people won't want to use Bitcoin for for crime. Um, but it creates an attack vector, okay. And so when you have this this opportunity to go and, and, and intentionally burn coins or intentionally say, I'm gonna screw this over for this project, that capability does, will never exist for, for Epic Cash, okay? And this is a really critical and important point because your coin can be screwed over by nefarious actors who will go in and intentionally use it like the two other agencies and the, and, and the, the deep state activities that can happen. That is not possible in Epic Cash. Does that, does that close the loop and does that, does that make sense?
0: yeah absolutely okay. absolutely
4: okay. it does yeah my brain kind of stops I'm, I, I sort of pause there i sort of lost my train of thought but it's a really really freaking important part
0: of all this right no we appreciate your thoughts Islo, and, and thanks for finishing it off it's it's much appreciated um okay. do you have any thoughts at all on on the mining allocations that we myself and kim were just recently discussing or bad yeah. i don't know how you want me to refer to yourself sorry
4: Yeah, no, I absolutely do. Um, that, that's near and dear to my heart. That's how I got into all this crypto stuff is I thought it was so cool that anyone can go, you know, with uh, regular PC gear with uh, kind of fancy GPUs can go in there and, and try to mine. And um, that's, that's how I all got started. And I was exposed to various projects who so had very monolithic and just kind of monotone views on, on what mining could or should be. Um, I started seeing some interesting things with like Digibyte where you can mine multiple algorithms. And I thought that was kind of cool. So, um, but, but it wasn't like specific to a CPU or a GPU. And and so then people started the, all, there was all this buzz around random X and that was what Monero was going to go to, to get out of the situation where they had ASIC miners. And I mean, for the better part of a year, if not more than a year, it was known that there were ASICs mining on Monero. So that's a pretty big chunk of your, of your ecosystem uh, co- coins to just be ab- absorbed by um, these these big industrialized capabilities, um, and so they were slow to the game. And so, Epic was actually the first to to mine on RandomX. And not only that, but the f- <laughs> this doesn't get enough attention at all that it is allocated as the community decides. Um, how you know it's currently allocated as forty eight percent to the CPU, forty eight percent to the graphics card, and then four four percent can go can go to an ASIC capability, and even that ASIC capability um, can be uh, it's called cuckoo cycle, which can actually be mined by GPUs, but it's known that there's ASICs that are far more capable. But it's 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 a, it's a measure of control from the community um, that that you don't see in any other crypto. Um, there is this this method of um, and there's these mixed benefits to it as well. So I I can mine right now forty eight percent to my graphics card, and the other fifty two percent of the time it's not being used. And the amount of coins that I harvest in in just half the time that I would be spending on some other al- algorithm um, is as valuable. Like at this time. Given a, a down market and everything, it's it's profitable to mine Epic um, and more profitable to mine Epic in half the time than it is to mine, you know, that you'd spend that amount of extra energy on other algorithms. But, um, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense.
0: <laughs> no, it does. It does. Islo. Thanks for okay. that. You've clearly got a knowledge around the subject, so it is fantastic for you to come on.
4: Thanks. Um, thanks for letting me nerd and geek out and have my nerd, <laughs> my, my, my nerd my nerd rage. Um, no, but no one else does. No one else has what Epic Cash has when it comes to the fungibility, the privacy, um, like ep- to the nth detail, um, the proof of work setup, um, the ecosystem that's being developed. E one or E O N E. That is going to Safeguard um, the ecosystem so well, and, and and that's that's you know that's one of the big priorities. But anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. You're talking about proof of work. It's your show. I'm gonna quiet
0: down. No, no, I, I want to emphasize as well. And maybe this is something I should have mentioned: is that everything on this call is going to be community decided because that's representative of this project as a whole. You know, everything in this project is community. Uh, no VCs, you know, we haven't got any of these massive investors that have come in and, and helped the project to to fund itself, so to speak. So everything on this call, just like this project, is going to be all about community. So topics will be voted on. The length of each episode will be voted on. Any changes or suggestions that we will have can be discussed and voted on. So I just want that to be emphasized. So, yeah, don't worry if you, if you want to go on a tangent, if you want to geek out, so to speak, you, you absolutely go for it. Awesome. So I think you did mention E1. I would also like to bring up one other topic that we have, I'm sure all of us are excited about, and that's the release of EUSD. Um, Well, I should say the meticulously planned EUSD, thanks to the, the huge white paper that I've started reading and unfortunately haven't got through yet. But what I wanted to say was when the early adopters of Bitcoin In anywhere from 2010 to, you know, 2013, 14, 15, there was a belief and talk about banking the unbanked in regions where, unfortunately, I think about 1.7 billion people, I believe is the number, is the amount of people that don't have access to a bank or financial services around the world. And like I said, the argument was that, you know, Bitcoin will be able to do that. Now, it would be great to hear whether... People on the call think that Bitcoin has the ability to do that. But for me, the release of the EUSD stablecoin and being able to put your epic cash up as collateral and therefore take a loan out against your own collateral in EUSD. To me, that's going to be an absolute game changer. And I think it's extremely important that when we do get it right, because I've got full trust in our team and, and Max leading the team, when we do get around, that will be revolutionary, in my opinion. But do we think that that will have the ability to bank the unbanked and be part of this ideology that we as Epic Cash holders have?
4: Absolutely. So... Um. Yeah, so so that is uh, something that Bitcoin claims is uh, being able to bank the unbanked, and Epic Cash has every feature that Bitcoin can 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 have uh, to make that happen, as well as a, a broader ecosystem that will contribute to that. Um, so EUSD definitely factors into that, um, and E one is actually, my understanding is that E1 is sort of um, the keystone uh, bridge to, to get us to EUSD. So as project, project-wise, project as our priorities go, to get to EUSD, to to make that, because EUSD is uh, basically going to be a, a stable coin, right? Um, so... And, and it's a it's a three coin model, whereas Terra Luna was, was a two coin model. I I, I am not solid on e- tokenomics fundamentally. I'm getting better, but um, I just know that Max's and and um, some other uh, developers in our community, such as uh, <clears throat> uh, what's his name from Avalon, um, Johnny from Avalon, he's in our Telegram, so he's a big. Proponent and 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 uh, key player, uh, developer in getting us to E1, and knows the tokenomics and. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear Max kind of expand more, ex- expound more on the three coin system. Um, and it's it's a very uh, robust, uh, secure way of uh, of of. of, of managing and and providing a a secure, a a stable asset. So, but uh, yeah, so another part of that is the mobile wallet that's coming online. But um, yeah, I don't know if anyone else wants to chime in on uh, on what makes us so uh, apt to banking the currently unbanked and then another another way expressed is expressed as banking the unbankable. So there's there's not just the people who are unbanked, but there's people in the world who are who are considered unbankable um, for one reason or another, credit or ge- geography. But you know, a lot a lot of those uh, problems are solved um, through the internet <laughs> and and having money transfer, you know, being able to be worked with on, on the internet, which is something that Epic definitely delivers. Um through and it's 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 kind of layers of technology that that comes into play here because Tor is a big part of it. Um, even now with uh, without our mobile wallet, the the transportability has gone up by a, a big factor because the GUI wallet has Tor transactions. So before with this uh, this mumbo jumbo where you had to go into your Wi-Fi router and and, port, and forward a port, um, that, that hurdle is overcome with Tor transactions. So there's some nice little features. Um, and this is technology that has existed for a while, Tor and VPN. You know, if people have geo, geographical fencing that's set up that doesn't allow them to traverse um, firewalls that their countries have put up, there's, sometimes there's VPNs that can get around that. Um, so between VPNs and, and Tor technology, um, banking, the unbankable even has has come a long ways. Um, and that's something that people can do now with with a laptop computer and GUI and even on mobile with Vite, you know, people can can start having their own funds and, and, and managing their own funds through mechanisms like that.
0: Can I just say that I've never heard that phrase, banking the unbankable, just simply banking the unbanked. And I, I absolutely love it. It's fantastic. And I think I'm probably going to use that moving forward. Because you're right, you know, they are slightly different things. And I think using the word unbankable, I think it just, I don't know, I think it gives it more credence and, and more of a definitive term. So I, I like it. I'll definitely be using that moving forward. So so thanks for that, Isla. Brilliant. Right. I have to give
4: credit. I have to give credit where credit's due. And that was from Mars Callahan. I heard him use that when they were talking about um, his discussions with Max. And that came up and he's like, and and Mars was like, well, it's not just banking the unbanked. It's, it's, you know, these people are considered unbankable right now. We're going to fix that. So yeah, I agree. It's good stuff.
2: I just have a question for the, for the group. Did you guys catch Uncle V's video yesterday when that high-speed Bitcoin guy, Chris, chimed in with a compliment to Max and the whole
0: team? Was that on the documentation?
2: It was on yesterday's afternoon Uncle Vigilante video that he does on Fridays. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, he was, I, th- I think he was talking to Todd, actually, Could have been. I don't know. I was at my office and I was kind of going back and forth. But that dude, Chris, chimed in again um, very positively on the leadership and the backbone of the coin guys.
0: Yeah. So what I saw, I just actually finished watching that uh, Uncle V's video from yesterday, just before today's episode for us in our Twitter spaces. I think what you're referring to is Chris Champion's two or three minute video that he sent in describing, you know, how amazing the documentation is and the fact that everything is here for us to succeed. Yes. You know, we've just yes. got to stay on that same road, that same same pathway. And it's just an in inevitability that we will get there. We're just and the going to work together. Uh,
2: and, uh, and, uh, additionally, what he said that made, was really cool was he has not seen any research, any background, the work that these guys are doing, the development level like Epic.
0: Yeah, I, I noticed that as well. And the fact that everybody knows Chris Champion now to be – Somebody who has huddled Bitcoin, I believe, since 2014, when he when he suddenly noticed that he uh, he saw on the television that Bitcoin's price was rising. He thought, "Oh, I I have a lot of those bitcoins. Let me just open up my laptop and get my wallet." And um, oh wow, this just happened. So the fact that he's now well connected, I think he's touched upon the fact that he's been holding regular dinners throughout not just the US but around the globe, um, inviting very key speakers and key contacts and. And networking with lots of very important people within the space. The fact that we have that type of person on our side is—it's um, pretty big. I think it's, it's pretty damn big. So that's fantastic to have.
4: One hundred percent. I love what Chris Champions bring into the game, bring into our community, and so many other new people too. The Baduan. Uh, put, and potentially some others. There's a, a French contact. We'll see what happens with her. Um, I'm, I'm optimistic, you know, always a little bit cautiously optimistic, but um, you just, I mean, yeah, we, we have to be careful too, right? I mean, we, we learned some lessons as we've gone along. Maybe we didn't get as much value out of some of the, some of the previous contributors that were offering big thing or, you know, uh, selling big things, but not really de- delivering on some of these things. But, by and large, um, it's, it's, you know, like Max says and so many other people, it's a quote from like Michael Jordan or something, I think, uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And and we got a lot of people taking a lot of shots and, and making moves, so I'm, I'm so excited for, for us.
0: Okay, guys, so I think we've been going on for a little bit more than an hour now. Um, if anybody would like to make any points then um before we start to kind of wrap this up then by all means please chime in now um i give i'll give you all a little bit and if not then i'll start wrapping this up
2: the only thing that i would like to say is um as the project continues to move if you wanted to do these like on saturday mornings i don't know but well
0: you're are you in england I'm from the UK yes but my wife and I are currently traveling in Argentina so you're in Argentina so
2: you're probably what from the eastern from East, from like uh from' I'm, on, I'm in Boston on the East Coast so you're probably like seven or eight hours ahead of us right
0: no it's actually not the case um, we're actually only one hour ahead of you oh
2: really okay yeah so if you wanted to uh maybe have these like every Saturday at some point I mean I'm on obviously we're all on Twitter so we'll, so we'll get the alerts as to when you'd like to have them i'd like that'd be I think that'd be great as the project continues to move as max continues to hit home runs what do you guys think
0: That's exactly i love it what oh, go on Is life go on
4: oh jim i just want to say i'm so sorry for being for for my tardiness today and i really like what you i really appreciate this format and um Hearing some other voices in the community, I, I, there's t- several times where I have just wish, like, ah, I wish we could all jump in the voice call on Telegram. Sometimes we've done that successfully, but it's sort of hit or miss. But I really like what you're doing with this format, and I will definitely tune in.
2: And then also, buddy, what I would, if I were you, I would definitely send Todd, Uncle V, a message to let him know you're doing these, so he could put the word out uh, on his on his outlets.
0: OK, so, yeah, there's a, there's a few points to come back to you both on that. So, first of all, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, hopefully we can, we can continue to do this when we keep getting the same people coming back and we get some loyalty and together we can help move this project forward as a, as a community. Um, just to touch upon your point, whether we can do this weekly, that's exactly what we're going to be doing. We held a poll approximately two weeks ago on whether we would like this, it was just on my Twitter, and that's where I hold the the votes. Whether it be weekly, or ad hoc, or fortnightly, or not to do it at all. And luckily, it was a it was basically smashed out the park to do this weekly. So that's exactly what I'll be doing from today onwards. Every Saturday at um, two p.m. Eastern Time. So yeah, absolutely, it'd be fantastic to have you all back again, and we can do this all again every single week. That would be brilliant. Um, in terms of your point on um, speaking with Uncle V and other social media outlets, so I do believe Uncle V Uncle V is aware because he's said that, uh, I think in the social media channel of Epic Cash, that's uh, on Telegram, that, um, you know, that's an awesome idea. So I, I know he's aware. And I know that we did have Max on here earlier because I saw him come in, but I'm guessing he's probably had to jump on another call or a few other things have come up. We know how busy max is so um i hope that comes back to i hope i've just responded to everything that you've just mentioned but absolutely it's been fantastic having all of you on and oh um, oh, it's
2: great great. thank thank you buddy great job thanks
0: everyone and i want to add sorry go ahead no please go on go on Wolf.
1: i just wanted to say i think this is wonderful because um coming out to twitter addresses the fact that we have to get out of our cocoon of telegram telegram is wonderful and it's great but it's If I talk to some of the people I talk to, you say, why don't you just, you know, join Telegram, their eyes just roll up and they go, oh, no, not another platform. So it has to be a decision that they're making because there's value in it for them to go over to Telegram and meet people and do more talking. And you're meeting them where they are, which is so fundamentally important. So I love this. And you made it three hours later. So I didn't have to drag myself, you know, Saturday morning at 7 a.m. and bring my coffee.
0: When I heard that uh, a few people would be joining from the west coast in the Pacific time zone earlier, I just, I just imagined myself doing that, and I just thought I can't possibly do that to the people and and ruin their Saturday lay-in. So I had to delay it a little bit and push it back.
1: I appreciate that, and I know sometimes we got to move it a bit to accommodate different time zones. And you know, I'll be over in the UK uh, very, very soon, and then it'll be ten at night on a Saturday for me. But you, you do what you got to do, and, and you know, whatever's not too painful, we do it to find that happy medium. And I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: No, absolutely. So, okay. Before we wrap this up then, I know a few of you have come back with a little bit of feedback, but as this is a community and we'll decide how this call progresses together, does anybody have any suggestions or potential improvements on on how we can make these episodes better? I know we've only had one episode and maybe it's a little bit too early but by all means, if you have any immediate suggestions or feedback that you'd like to share, then, you know, that would be great.
1: I have one thought quickly, because I noticed that um, that uh, Mimble Mimble is on there, too. For me, I think you would um, do well in attracting people if it has if the um, time zone, if it has a time, like a time limit. And if that limit is just under an hour, because it's just a psychological thing when we hit an hour and it's Saturday and then we start to feel all this pressure from family and other people. But it, it also forces people to to understand it is only maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. So get on and get, you know, get on unless you're delayed, of course, by by whatever. But sometimes we're just pokey about it and it kind of gets that sense of urgency going. And there's going to be great things talked about. And, you know, hey, I'll be done in under an hour and then I can go off and, and do finish my Saturday stuff. So that's just my thought.
2: Yeah, that's a good thing. And then also just to maybe we all chime in on what the latest uh, news or performance pieces or the things that are happening with Max and, and Todd and Elbert Murphy and Yoga, you know, all those dudes, you know, we just uh, kind of keep the conversation moving and that's
4: it. And um, potentially I was uh, maybe pulling the Telegram community and seeing if there's topics that uh, they might be interested in or just keeping keep on doing what you're doing in the telegram community, making sure people are aware that the shows are up, upcoming. And, you know, if we, if we start running short on, uh on agenda items, you know, um, see, see what the, uh, see if we're missing anything that the community wants us to key in on.
1: Oh, I like that. And I like that suggestion too, that we kind of bring the bits and pieces of news and maybe that's a thought for kind of, letting people know that it's something different. Even when you're advertising on tele- Telegram or on Twitter, that add a little bit of something about, hey, we're all on here. Twitter spaces is interactive, which means when we all come on, we, we all start, we all we introduce ourselves. You don't have to if you don't want to, um, but everybody gets a chance to introduce themselves. Maybe they can add the something that's epic from that week or something that happened to them in Epic or something that's amazing. You know, Whatever you'd like to do that maybe to jumpstart that, the conversation and kind of warm everybody up because we don't know each other either in some ways we're just yeah and we're that, not that
2: and then like maybe uh just, just like some takeaways from uncle v's uh friday uh live stream
1: yeah and we can do there's so many things we can do and i'm i'm thinking just get the people who are on the call kind of warmed up to that fact that hey if something really cool happened in telegram there's always that takeaway news that is really important hey here's the highlights. of of what happened this week, these really cool things. So that's a great suggestion and then uh, bring, involving the individuals to like hey you made, you made wallets or I started mining or I you know I have a question about this just some some kind of input and then it starts to bring us all together so we get to know you so we can start to ask questions or have conversations because we have that basis you know oh I know what you're doing I can ask you a question about that or we can add something to a conversation.
4: Absolutely, and it brings us together, and it helps us. Uh, it helps me, anyways, to to um, sol- solidify some things that that you know I've heard about, or like, oh yeah, I remember that. This is what it is, you know, or or oh no, I yeah, but that raises another question, and we need to run something else to ground, and it just it keeps the energy moving.
1: Yep, absolutely, and we need that time. What did they. Experts say what seven hours you spend with someone before you truly become comfortable with them. Well, we don't have seven hours and we have no faces and your voices on Twitter and conversations on Telegram. So some really cool ways to start to hack that process and get us all knowing each other a little bit. Um, just the stuff that helps us have conversations and ask questions and talk. So yeah, I agree.
0: I didn't expect all of that fantastic feedback, guys. I really didn't. That, that's superb. So thank you all for those points. I've just made a few notes down so I can, you know, we can look to how we can integrate those. But in terms of giving updates on the latest Uncle V podcast or the news of Max and Todd and Al McMurphy and the highlights, many Telegram news that we have or, or any individual news that we have with Epic Cash um, is fantastic. And the time limit suggestion as well. I totally get your point. I think that that gives it a little bit more of an urgency for people to say right it's 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 two to three. come and join on, come and interact with other people that are are mad about epic Cash as much as we are and um and we can you know all just have a great community cord.
1: I love that Here's my last thought, and i'm I don't know what others think, but this is a golden opportunity to do what what yoga and is and all of us talk about on telegram, which is. Social media is only useful to us if people outside of the epic community are seeing what we're doing. Otherwise, we could do this anywhere. We could do this at a kitchen table. So if we're going to these Twitter spaces, if we just share it like once, twice a week, whatever, we don't want to get shadow banned either, but just share it and make sure that we're sharing it or tagging it or adding it to a conversation with non-epic people. Not everything has to be tagged or hashtagged with cryptocurrency. It can be, hashtagged with cryptocurrency newbies or financial freedom or privacy matters or something like that. Or just tag a couple of your friends and say, why don't you drop in and see what this is all about because it's fantastic and you'll love these people. And then you can just get to know them a bit at a time. So to me, it's an opportunity to get outside of of Epic on social media, which is the point.
4: And that could challenge us too. We could get some interlopers here to, you know, how, what, what about this? And, you know, and and that could be a, a very good
1: thing. Absolutely, and I know there's at least three of us on this call, maybe four or more, that have no problem, you know, coming out and and um, not setting the record straight, so sort to of speak, but setting it straight, but doing it politely, respectfully, but with absolute certainty. And we don't put up with with crap, and we know what we're talking about. So all of us, you know, including our hosts and the others, I think that'd be great. We need to be. Challenge, we need to hear everybody respectfully and then have those discussions and those dialogues with them, but not let them take over what we're doing in the conversation, understand that they're here to voice their, their understanding of what we're doing and the concerns they have about it and then learn from what we're talking about. And I think we could do that very well.
0: Yeah again I'm I'm really glad that you said that Bad Wolf because that was exactly what I was going to say at the end let's share and share and share with epic cash holders and epic cash investors and like you touched upon non epic cash investors so that we can attract more people to this call and to the community and to Uncle V's YouTube um and to all of the people that are contributing towards this project from a social media perspective a tech perspective just in the Telegrams, anything to help move this forward. I, I completely agree. Okay, guys. So thanks all for the feedback. Um, so I think just to bring this to a close, then um, I think we've we've discussed and touched upon how important it is for the strength of our community to to drive this project forward, to drive Epic Cash's adoption and success. Um, and I think I just briefly touched upon it, but just to emphasise that together, I think we can help to push out not just this Twitter spaces but all of the social media influences within the Epic Cash within the Epic Cash world so to speak. So Epic Rising, I know there's a I know there's a fantastic Turkish YouTuber and contributor who does these ad hoc projects that if he is listening, I do apologize. I I cannot remember your name, but you're doing some fantastic work. I think all of us on the call today and on future calls, we can make a huge contribution to the success of Epic Cash. So, okay, just to draw this to a close, the spaces will be held at the same time every Saturday afternoon, weekly at two o'clock Eastern moving forward. In the next day or two, I will post the next topic that we can kind of discuss and um, well, just discuss as a community for episode two. So for those of you that are on the call today, it would be great if you could all vote on that uh, poll on my Twitter so that we can discuss what the majority of us want to prefer. I'm sure I speak for everyone that's remaining in this call that, you know, we just want to say thank you to everyone that's involved and contributing to the project. You've all been fantastic. Um, Thanks all for joining in today. Thank you all for your contributions. It's fantastic for all of you to join on. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to speaking with all of you next week. So until then, guys, cheers, everyone.
4: Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bl-
0: bl-
2: bl- bloody Thank cheers.
4: <laughs> brilliant. See you later. You're fucking oh, brilliant.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. well done. Well done. All the best, guys. Take care.